Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Let's go, man. Hello and welcome back to the Man of the Post podcast. I'm your host, producer Ross, and this is Colin. Hello there. And this is Adam. All right. It's just the three of us this week. It's the best three, as I always say, and uh, has proved to be correct in the past. Um, how you doing, chaps? Adam, it was your birthday this week? It was, yeah. Did you have a good time? I did, yeah. A good time. A did good time was had by all. Did you get lots of nice presents? Lots of nice presents. Good, good. I'm currently spending some of them right now. <laughs> Not that I'm distracted or in any way. No. Mind on the job at all times. Colin, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. I, I'm in Yorkshire at the moment. Yeah, um, the yes, uh, back to my roots. Um, yeah, I'm going uh, horse racing tomorrow. Oh, nice. Well, to watch it. I was going to say, we're not, not on the horse. <laughs> yeah, I've met you. You're too big to be a jockey. Definitely. That's a dick. <laughs> I'm too- I'm definitely too heavy. <laughs> I, I, I meant height-wise, but yeah, Adam said what everyone else was thinking. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk some football, shall we? Um, did anyone see the uh, opening game of the weekend? Aston Villa nil, Newcastle nil. I saw some of it when I was in the best barbers in the world because it had the game on, oh, wow. and I could kind of see it out the corner of my eye. But it was a bit dangerous because every once in a while, when there's maybe a bit of goal, Max. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't happen too often. <laughs> the worst is, is about <laughs> any point about an inch away from my temple. And... Yeah, always risky. My barber says uh, music television on, which is, don't need to watch that, that's fine. No one's watching that, that's no, fine. Exactly. Um, I thought it was a fairly entertaining game. Newcastle had the best of it, I think. It should have, should have probably taken the three points. Some uh, a, a glaring miss from, is it Cabela? Uh, in the first half. Um. I think I completely agree with what you're saying. I think that I, I had them down to win the game as well. Mm. Colin, do you see any of this? Be a bit disappointed. Yeah, I saw the highlights of this. Um, should, these are the sort of games Newcastle should be winning, really. Mm. Um, I mean, fair play to Villa. They've not made the disastrous start that I thought they might. No, um, but I think maybe it's just a sign that, that there's been a lot of changes in that Newcastle team, a lot of new faces, mm. and it, maybe it's just a case of it, it's just got to gel a little bit. Um, and Alan Pardew, I think, summed it up when he said that Loic Remy wasn't really on his game. So he, once he settles down, then the goal should come. But Loic Remy? He plays for QPR, Colin. He plays for QPR. I mean, Riviere or Cavella. I can't get the team sheet up for Newcastle. <laughs> I think it was Remy Cabella he was talking about. He was, they said there was quite a lot of um, hype about him this week in the papers and things. And he missed a couple of chances. Was it Cabella he was referring to? I think it was him, yeah. He played up front just or just off of um, Riviere. Okay. Some of their best chances, though, I think, the, um, the fullback. The fullback, is it uh, Jan Matt? He had a brilliant opportunity where he cut inside on his right and then just absolutely leathered it with his left and it just went over the crossbar. I mean, they've, they've done a pretty good job to replace um, Debussy there. And, the, and he was always going to be a, quite a big loss for them, I thought. Mm. I thought he was a very important player. Well, <laughs> as import, maybe as important as a fullback, could be, yeah. but he was a very good player for them, at least. He's already looking very annoyed at being at Arsenal and having no one in front of him most of the time. Uh, we'll come on to that game in a bit. Let's. Well, to, but to be fair, in a couple, in a month or so time, he's going to look very annoyed with Theo Walcott in front of him. So <laughs> what's the what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, body there or not. Um, Chelsea continued their good start to the campaign, although they have only played Burnley and Leicester. They got two 0 win. Diego Costa with another goal and Eden Hazard with the finisher uh, to make it two 0 David Moyes is probably sat around somewhere complaining about the fixture list being unfair. <laughs> to him I'm not sure how that's unfair to him but <laughs> pretty comfortable for Chelsea Leicester had a couple of opportunities but if you don't take them at this level you're going to get punished by the better teams and that's what happened really 
Casper Schmeichel had a good game, didn't it? That's going to hurt you. It is. He made a really good save. I think it was some Fabregas uh, in the second half. <laughs> he's not a horrible man. You know, I mean, he responds to people on Twitter. He's quite nice, but he's... I don't know. Just the Schmeichel thing, I think. I can't get over that. But strong start to the season for Chelsea. Got to win these sort of games. This is what cost them the title last season, I think. So, I think they'd be quite happy to get six points on early on. It was as well. And if you look at it, what also cost them was not was a, a striker who's not scoring goals, and mm. Diego Costa's two from two. Yeah, and there was the obviously uh, Diego uh, Costa, uh, Didier Drogba came on for a hero's welcome to Stamford Bridge. Uh, I still Chelsea don't fans. get this. <laughs> they love the past, don't they? Yeah, well, the past up until two thousand five. Anyway. Yeah, well, I was in the, the, they they they're like every club; they love their history. <laughs> I think Nugent should have done uh, better early in the second half. He was clean through, and Courtois just foiled him, but it wasn't quite... It's the Premier League now, son. Yeah, exactly. Big step up. Colin, any thoughts on uh, Leicester and Chelsea? The only thing I'd add, guys, is is about Leicester, really. Um, they, they look okay, don't they? Mm. They don't look you know, out of the depth, but my only concern for them is, for all the good stuff that they're doing... They still haven't got any points on the board, have they? One point, Colin. One point. It's been a nightmare so far, Colin. <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> it's been back in your I, mean, I, I, th- I think Leicester will do okay, but yeah. they, they do need to get some more points sooner rather than later. But then, to be fair, you know, going to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Everton, you... Chelsea this weekend, Man United next weekend. Well, that's three points for them, but yeah, tricky start to the season. <laughs> but first half, Leicester... Leicester were good. Mm. Chelsea, Chelsea weren't enjoying that at all. No, they don't. They don't, they don't like teams that take the game to them. Really, I think they, they prefer to have their foot on the ball and uh, dictate the play. But like I said, Leicester just got to take the opportunities when they get them because they will get punished. Chelsea don't like teams that can do different things. Mm. If a team can do one thing and do it very well, then Mourinho will set a team up and will just completely nullify that threat. Yeah. But if they've got more than one threat. I think that sometimes they struggle a little bit. I think that's spot on. Uh, let's move on to uh, Crystal Palace. They played at home and they lost to West Ham 3-1. Um, wonderful goal from Zarate, who probably shouldn't have been on the pitch when he scored it. Um, nasty tackle he left in on O'Keefe. Uh, lovely goal from Stuart Downing. A Carlton Cole with uh, a follow-up from a long ball. Not the West Ham way, but it was a goal nonetheless. And the fans celebrated, so not always the West Ham way. But Schumacher with a good Hypocrites. goal as well. Hypocrites. They should just... Every time a goal scored like that, they should just nothing. Stand just there in silence. silence. Yeah. <laughs> Across their arms. Maybe the odd person boo. <laughs> it was a, it was a lump forward from the back, a knockdown by the Palace defender, and Cole smashes it in. They definitely shouldn't put the bubbles on. <laughs> no, at the very least, you're not even them. But uh, Shamak with a cracking finish from outside the box. I've never seen him score a goal from outside the box before. Admittedly, he's not scored many that I've seen, but. Most of them do tend to be bundled in. My highlight of this game, though, Jerry Francis's hair. Did anyone see this on the bench? He had the most amazing mullet ever. No, I think that passed me by that. Oh, really? If you've, if you've recorded Match of the Day, go back and watch the highlights of this. An old man who's put on a bit of timber, but he's still rocking the mullet. Silver mullet as well. He knows where it's at. <laughs> I, I know what, what game I'm going to be paying special attention to. <laughs> when I go back on my recording. I think he's Keith Millen's assistant currently, because uh, obviously still looking for a manager. But um, Colin, you, you mentioned West Ham before we started recording. Quite impressive, aren't they? They're looking okay, you know. Um, what did you expect? Well, okay, they're, they're playing a troubled Palace, but I think their their style of play. Looked pretty good to me. Mm. Um, you mean the West Ham way? The West Ham way. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, there's still a few issues. You know, I mean, Colin, Col- it Col- wins, it up wins front. World Cups, so <laughs> of course it's going to be good at. Oh yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like the look of West Ham. I think they'll be fine this season. Um, I don't think there'll be any issues for them in terms of relegation. Um, the one thing I would say is that if you've watched the uh, the match of the day coverage, mm. Ross, um, did did it? feel reminiscent for you when Barry Davies was doing the commentary did it take you back to the 
to the good old days. I liked it. I liked when you used to watch it as a kid. Yeah, I liked the team layout and the diagonal and just the white as well with the uh, the white um, old store graphics on the pit on the pitch as well. Very nice. The, the the best thing was though I was I was I don't know if you were the same as me but I was listening to his commentary mm. and I was thinking he's he's not saying this but what is going through his mind is I have no idea who any of these players are. <laughs> who is Zarate? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it, it was yeah great to uh, hear him again. Yeah. I reckon he's a professional and does his research. <laughs> I think he probably uh, has a team of researchers now, but. Yeah, it was very nice to hear him back on there. I haven't watched Match today for a long time. Um, I assume he's not a regular anymore because he's in his 80s now, is he, I think? Yeah, I was going to say, probably not his researchers, probably also known as his carers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does he, does he, he still pops up for the Olympics, though, for the big ones. Yeah, I'm sure I've heard him doing the hockey in the, the, Olymp- uh, the last Olympic Games. You know... Well, it- it, when, when he needs a payday, <laughs> it is now a good time to uh, for me to drop a name bomb, Ross, Go on of uh, of, a, of a, an old journalist from the past that <laughs> you had uh, an encounter with this week. Mm. Go on, Mr. John Watson. How was he? Yeah. Well, first of all, I met him because uh, I play in a fantasy football league auction thing, and we all meet in a pub in London, and uh, you, you bid on players etc and uh, I have one of the teams and uh, one of the other teams there's 15 in total is run by John Motson <laughs> of Match of the Day fame Adam we've got to get in this next season yeah definitely Colin why, why have we not been invited <laughs> well I think people only tend to get invited when other people drop out oh, right, so that's okay. how we got in so I think it's been running for 20 years this you've, only got, setup. you've only got 15 but, teams well, Marty's getting on a bit Adam which by that time we'll get... <laughs> I'm not cutting that either. Carry on, Colin, your story. You met him? Yeah, um, I was possibly thinking of maybe getting a photograph with him or maybe even getting a few words from him for, for Man on the Post, but I didn't in the end. Um, I, I don't think he was a massive fan of the bloke who was sat at my table, who everybody's got a friend like this, who's quite normal, um, but can't take his drink. Uh. And then when they've had a few drinks, every other word is a swear word. <laughs> And I think that upset Motti a little bit. Um, so Motti was complaining about him being too loud and he couldn't hear the um, adjudicator of the competition. Um, and if you if you haven't got a friend like that, it's probably you. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it is you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just one other thing, he smokes cigars as well. Of course he does. Big, big fat cigars. Nice. Fair enough. Well, that's a... John Watson talked about for the first time ever on this podcast. Yep. Not a fan of the swears. Uh, move on to Southampton. Was, it, was he wearing a sheepskin? <laughs> no, it was just a sort of uh, casual sports jacket um, and trouser think- combo. Southampton nil, West Brom nil. Um, not a, a great deal to say about this game, if I'm honest. Both teams just kind of cancelled each other out, I think. Any highlights for anyone? No. <laughs> it was one no, of those meh games. Yeah. You, you could just, watching it on on um, Soccer Saturday, I knew from the end of it that I didn't need to watch this on much of the day. I could just, plus 30. Yeah. Phil Thompson was not impressed. Was Phil he? Thompson got so bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do like the look of that new West Brom um, striker, though, Brown Adeyi. He had some nice movement and he had a really nice uh, little... Uh, uh, spin in the box, dragged the ball under control and then smashed it wide, but still it's, uh, it's probably more entertainment than each be given the West Brom fans in a season and a bit now. But the thing is, they tend to be, this is how far uh, Sunderland have fo- uh, Southampton have fallen. They, they both seem to be in the same sort of pot. They've got some good players, mm. but not enough. Yeah. Maybe um, a busy week coming, you think? They're looking at this, that Saints team. It's not, it's not bad. But they definitely need awful. another striker. I think they've only really got uh, this Pele fella that they signed from uh, Holland, who's not really hit the ground running just yet. But yeah, they've got a lot of money in their pocket, and everyone knows that, so it might be tricky for them to get people in, but we shall see. Uh, Swansea won Burnley nil. Swansea top of the table for a little bit yesterday. 
Nathan Dyer with a very good finish. I think Burnley are in the well, same boat as Leicester, really. They had plenty of chances to put this game away. But those, for me, where I consider um, Swansea to be at the end of the season, mm. they're the kind of games that Burnley need to be looking to get something from. Yeah, definitely. If you, did you see this one, Colin? What do you think? They had, I thought they had a lot of chances that Ings missed and Jutkiewicz missed and... I don't know, they, they need to take these chances big time. Well, this is Burnley's issue, isn't it? They, they haven't really ventured into the transfer market to buy that sort of, spend the big money on a top striker that's going to get you the goals. Mm. Um, is that, is and, their logic not that they've already got that those people, though? I'd argue that they don't have those people. Mm. I, I, I reckon Sam Vokes, uh, not Sam Vokes, uh, Danny Ings could do a job. Yeah. I reckon he could maybe get you... Ten. Ten goals, maybe. Mm. Um, although I don't think he played Sam Vokes. He wasn't I, on the team I, sheet yesterday. I think he might be injured, possibly. Yeah, but I mean, if, even if he's fit, I mean, we, we know. We've, we've had him at Leeds, haven't we, yeah, Ross? Yeah, one goal um, in about 12 games. I, I think he's going to struggle at the Premier League level. I really do. Yeah, they've got this. I mean, it, fair play to them, given the team that got promoted the chance. I mean, it's exactly the same back four, uh, same keeper, same midfield, uh, minus Matty Taylor, who's been brought in, and Lukas Djokovic, who's been brought on up front. But, yeah, they need to... Well, I don't know, do they? Do they have a, a, a good fun season? Uh, just having fun in the Premier League and go down and bank the money and then come back stronger in a couple of years? Or do they... I think that's what they're looking to do, personally. It, it does seem crazy to just risk it all, doesn't it, to try and stay up and knacker yourself out, really. I think the idea is that you can risk it all by spending just spending the money that you have. So you're not you're not risking the future of the club, but you're just spending all of the the Premier League money. Spend it all in one go. Yeah. Give it a go, and if it fails, you're going to have to res, revolt to, to type. Re, go straight. Try and go back to what you were as quickly as possible. Mm. And those are the teams I think that you find take the biggest hit when trying to come back up. Yeah. I think a lot of it as well, Adam, is driven by the ambition of the club and the fans. And, and I don't think any of those fans are going to be, you know, ripping up their season tickets or particularly kicking off if Burnley get relegated. They'll be like, oh, well, we, we had a good year. Mm. Yeah, I think it's one. I mean, if they go down with a team, if, if this team stays as it is, if they go down, maybe... Two or three players might get poached by up and coming Premier League teams, but they can, they're replaceable at the Championship level with the Premier League money, and then they can come back again. It's, I think it's the best way to go, really, rather than risk it all for trying to finish seventeenth in Premier League. They also can't defend. No, that can be an issue. <laughs> the the thing is, if you don't think, well, sorry, Colin. No, I was just going to say the thing is with Burnley is that, and I don't know what your thoughts on this are, Ross, but if that Burnley team were in the Championship this season, mm. I wouldn't be particularly confident that they'd get promoted. No. On paper, you know, I mean, they, they did it last year by having a real sort of team ethic. Mm. Um, a good and, partnership with folks and things. Yeah, not really suffering. Yeah. I might be misremembering this, but didn't one of you four tip them to go down last season? I did. <laughs> they weren't far off my I bottom did. four, probably. I don't like them. <laughs> Add it to the list of clubs I don't like. Uh, yeah, you, can't, you, you have a bottom four of teams you don't like, which consists of ten teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I can't can. all go down, Ross. <laughs> We've been over this. They will do eventually. when I'll get in charge. Anyway, let's talk about two teams <laughs> I do like. Everton 2, Arsenal 2. Uh, great game, Everton. I think just tired towards the end, didn't they? Got a bit static at the back, and kind of it just cost them. But I just got a bit annoyed towards the end. I did. Yeah, understandable. I yeah, think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you held you held Sanchez in check with ease. I think it was Giroud I, that made the difference. I thought it was a very strange decision for him to be taken off, though. Yeah, you spend all that money on a player. Give him... Well, just uh, at that point as well, Urza would offered offered absolutely nothing. Mm. I think that. It was exactly the correct decision from Wenger to bring on Giroud. Yeah. I just didn't expect it to be at the expense of Sanchez. No, you could have moved him out wide and maybe took Ozil off. Or, I don't know. It's, he's got a... But then it's difficult to, to, 
two nil down, and I'm with judging him on yeah. <laughs> judging on his results. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but um, also that was very, very un-Arsene Wenger-like. Um, he is isn't a man who makes very many um, substitutions like that. That substitution was almost Mourinho-esque. Yeah. It was decisive. It was quick. He did it with enough time to to get the results that he needed straight away at half time. Wenger is very much the sixty five minutes. Yeah. This player coming on. I could have told you that at the beginning of the game. Mm. Seventy minutes. This player's coming on. Again, I could have told you that at the beginning of the game. <laughs> Eighty minutes. One of two other players are coming on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, it's been a template for a while. They're normally very scripted, and all credit to him. All credit to him. The the, the Naismith goal was was Offside, excellent. A foul. There's lots no, of was, problems with it. Yeah, but it, it, okay, but it was it was. I thought it was beautiful. Excellent finish. I'd love to see Stephen Naismith score goals. I love the man. It he was fractionally offside as well. It was not a, a clear one. I don't think. Maybe it was a foul on Per Mertesacker, but he's the BFG, isn't he? He's got to be stronger, I think, though, I isn't think, he? I he's think a... the, the, the foul is less clear-cut than, obviously, the offside, because it is just offside. Mm. But uh, He's got to be stronger than that. He's trying to get brushed exactly. He shouldn't be getting done like that. And then Chambers flying but... into a tackle, that shows his inexperience. Yeah, there was a, that was an incident where I thought that, that that inexperience actually saved him. Yeah, I, I'm convinced that the referee didn't give him a yellow card because he, the referee had that brief moment where he thought that's a 19 year old kid mm. making his playing his second Premier League game, cut him a bit of slack. Yeah, and it was a, for me it was a yellow card. Yeah, and also if you're looking at the, the defensive vulnerabilities of Arsenal, I thought that that um, Chesney had a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, the, for Coleman, for the go- the first goal, if you look, he, he briefly comes to go, come for the cross. Yeah, I think if he doesn't do that, he can probably save the shot. He then gets beaten at his near post. <laughs> yeah, criminal. And then he, he even gets a, he gets a hand to it. Yeah. He's just not strong. It enough. was practically right at him as well, and he just kind of pushed it into the roof of the net. And it was only only today when we were um, when I was watching the. Um, when I was watching the, the Sunderland game, that I thought about Arsene Wenger and his goalkeepers, and I thought he, he actually deserves a bit of credit because he struggled since since Seaman left. Really, I suppose he had Jens Lehmann, but he was always liable to. Yeah, always. <laughs> mad always liable. But if you take a look for a second, there's a lot of Arsenal ex-Arsenal goalkeepers knocking around in the Premier League. Oh yeah. He he can pick a goalkeeper. He just can't pick. One who's the absolute top quality from a young age, and maybe that's difficult. That's a, probably a very difficult skill to, to do. Yeah, I mean, how many young goal, starting goalkeepers are there that good? It's got De Gea, Courtois, and then. Then, if you look back over time, what is it? Buffon, yeah. Casillas. <laughs> There's not many of them, is there? No, no, not at all. Um, what do we think? There seems to be a bit of an agenda with the British press, I think, um, against Jack Wilshire. And he's not. I saw this this comment from 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 Arsene Wenger, who said that they're they're looking to make Jack Wilshere England's World Cup scapegoat. I thought, you've, surely you've got to pick a player who plays. <laughs> yeah, that does surely. seem a bit harsh. But there are there are slagging on that I, day. I just thought that was a really poor comment from Wenger. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the match of the day guys were Savage and Shearer were slagging him, saying he just he kept losing the ball. But he's trying to he's trying to break through and beat the last man a lot of the time. And surely it's just good defending if they can get a foot in and nick the ball away. Is it ever? Is it if it keeps happening though? Yeah, if I that's suppose. Roll the but they, they compare him to Ramsey, and Ramsey's just they, you can't account for Ramsey's rapid improvement, really. Um, I, I think that. I do think that there's some fair parallels to be made there between R- Ramsey and uh, and Wilshire. To be fair, oh yeah, I, I think, I think uh, uh, starting base. I think they were probably Wilshire was probably better early on, but exactly, yeah, both had it. Both had injury problems, mm. and look where Ramsey is now with his game as opposed to where Wilshire is. Wilshire has. I completely agree with what Paul Skull said. Wilshire has gone backwards. Yeah, unfortunately, he has, but I don't think he's 
Well, I think if if all of those Arsenal central midfielders are fully fit, he's probably the one that misses out, isn't he? I think that's the that's the biggest problem for him, and maybe that'll be the the wake up call that he needs because I think he isn't far away from falling out of that Arsenal team. Hmm. I mean, I'd I'd be tempted to play Rosiski instead of him sometimes just for the extra running that he gives you. It gives Arsenal a better defensive uh, front possibly, but going to show that even at 33 or whatever he is, he's got better lung capacity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is a runner. And just completely changed his game as well, wasn't he? When he was at Bayern early on, he was a very talented attacking midfielder. Fair play to him. Dortmund. That's the one. Yep, yeah, sorry. You're doing, oh, you're doing a Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. All right, let's move on to today's games. Um, the game Sky chose not to show was Tottenham 4, QPR 0. Uh, two guys for Chadley. Another one for Eric Dier, or Dier and uh, Adebayo with a fourth. Comfortable, I suppose, from what we can glean from it. We haven't seen it, but... I've, heard, I've From what I've seen on Twitter, Tottenham were very good. Yeah. QPR all over the place at the back. But the sounds of things as well. Not surprising, really. But things are about to get interesting for Tottenham. We're into that sort of... We're into the business end of the... <laughs> the best season. <laughs> this is this is where shit happens. <laughs> this is where all the fans get excited. Start slagging off Arsenal fans. Start hanging around in car parks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the two games that were on Sky today uh, We started with um, Hull 1, Stoke 1 Nikita Jelovic with a goal And Shawcross with a late equaliser Hull played most of the game with um, 10 men uh, James Chester sent off after 14 minutes For a red card Fair play really, 1-1 draw 10 men for almost the entire game Didn't know watch this one yeah, I saw the end of it <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what will be a blow for Hull City is um, the long-term injury to Snodgrass. Yeah. The the uh, the ligament damage has been confirmed. It was us. Uh, a broken kneecap, isn't it? Yeah. Ouch. Either way, it sounds like it hurts. Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah. That... But it's, it's going to be a long time before he gets back, isn't it? Mm. Six I think months, he, I believe. Was he, and he was an £8 million signing, wasn't he? Yeah. That puts a lot of pressure so... on Tom Ince now. He's not even... Uh... Really performing just yet, but I don't know. I like to see them the lining up three five two, which you always like to see. And then getting this, well, getting one of your three centre backs sent off early is not a good. Unless, idea. unless you're a Man United fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that, shall we? Um, can we glean any highlights from uh, Man United Sunderland? They were shambolic. Finish one one. Jack Rodwell with a superb header. Lost his man beautifully in the box for that header. And uh, Ramata with a nice goal as well, but. Yeah, 1-1. One, one. It was like watching England play. <laughs> there was no pace, the ball went sideways. There was a moment I think was very telling for me when you think about what 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 people think about when when you hit they hear the words Manchester United that in the 91st minute mm. when they they're trying to chase the goal to win the game um I counted nine consecutive sideways passes. <laughs> And these, you, in your head, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this is Tom Cleverley. <laughs> it wasn't. This was players. This this involved Mata, Yanisai, Valencia. On attacking players. Just passing the ball sideways between each other, until Valencia then put a cross into the box to nothing. <laughs> Odd. It's just not. They just just the short and simple of it. They just weren't good enough. No. I think to a point Colin made last week, we're, we're kind of not doing something the credit they deserve, really. They played really well, I thought. The, the there's, mis- two things that, there's two things about this game I really liked when you talk about things that Colin said last week. <laughs> one, one of them was, in, towards the end of the game, and I don't think this is a coincidence, it was announced that Manchester United have agreed a fee for Di Maria. £64 million, apparently. Bloody I'm, hell. I'm just going to say to you, Colin, I told you so. <laughs> And also, I seem to remember you telling me that Sunderland striker Connor Wickham was going to be playing for West Ham in a week's time. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> played, played the full ninety minutes of Sunderland today, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, Big Sam. Come on, Big Sam. <laughs> Step up, please. Yeah, he's got big goal, goal, goal today, isn't he, Connor? Now he's got big Cowan. Oh dear. <laughs> I thought that I thought they performed really well. I mean, they had hardly anything to do until a, a late shot from the other side. Obviously, he picked the ball out of his net, but it was a very good strike from Matter. Uh, well, 
tapping. There was nothing he could do. Yeah. Catamore, Rodwell and Larson just controlled that midfield. Man United couldn't get anything going at all. Wow, they couldn't get anything going forward. Yeah, uh, losing Chris Morland is a, a blow if he's out for a couple of weeks with the already playing Tyler Blackett at centre-back. Uh, well, by the end of the game, they're two of their finishing, their final, two of the centre-half, sorry, that they finished with, hmm. had, had, by the end of that game, had a combined Premier League experience of 228 minutes. <laughs> Imagine Ferguson, he must be going mental watching. No! He must not be going mental. He must be thinking, shit, this is my fault. <laughs> I'm probably well not. It's probably not. It's probably off his face on whiskey. <laughs> but he should be thinking, shit, this is my fault. Yeah, do what I've left. Yeah, but I, I just don't understand it from Manchester United. It's as if, I don't know, I, can't, I, I forget what I say sometimes. I can't remember if I said this last time, but it's, it's, it's as if Vidic didn't tell them that he was leaving. <laughs> yeah, or Rio, or Evra. Well, Rio's even worse. Rio's even worse because they decided not to give him a new contract. Yes. Yeah, he hardly and played not, last season either. I'm saying that's a bad decision, but what that means is they were in control of that. They knew <laughs> that he was playing, and still they did nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, we all knew about Vidic to Milan from, what, about January last year as well. They've had plenty of time to deal with this. I put a tweet out saying they've got plenty, if they're signed Di Maria, they've got plenty of stuff going forward, but... Their priorities are completely wrong. They should be getting some men in at the back. Have they signed um, Rojo, is it? They have, yeah. Not not playing, obviously, but we'll see how he's done. He's still quite young as well. We'll see a fairly decent World Cup for Argentina. But... They have spent a lot of money today. Mm. Well, in the last week, since we last spoke, they've spent a lot of money. And I still wouldn't be surprised if there was one more to come. Yeah, around £80 million, I think, they've already spent. Well, is that including the Di Maria money? Oh, no. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I meant in the last couple of days. Around oh, right, minutes. okay. Yes, sorry. And apparently, on his way out, potentially, Danny Welbeck. But might be a great loss, I don't think. You don't think so? No. Nah. I think so. I'll tell you what, I've, I've, there was a little brief moment today when, the sub, when you know, when they showed they showed Van Gaal and Poyet um, mm. shaking hands. And then a couple of the substitutes and everyone uh, they're shaking hands with the managers. There was the exchange between Javier Hernandez and Gus Poyat seemed a little too friendly. <laughs> <to me. laughs> you heard that I think, first. I think I've rumbled them. <laughs> Wickham to West Ham, followed by Hernandez to uh, Sunderland. Yep. There you go. Make it you happen. Let's have a quick look forward to tomorrow's game in Man City Liverpool. Quite a big game. Um, any any predictions, gentlemen? What do you think might happen on this one? I think a fairly standard Man City win, probably. Yeah. Colin, you've predicted Liverpool to win the league. They've got to win these couple of games if they're going to win the league. I wouldn't be put off the draw. No? I wouldn't be put off the draw. Um... Is Steven Gerrard going to be something stupid <laughs> for us this time? Uh, the draw's 3-1. to one. Liverpool are 3-1 to one to win. City are 5-6. to six, So, quite large favourites. 3-1, to one, no good value if you fancy a draw, Colin. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, the Man City win is the most likely, but um, if you were betting, you really wouldn't want to be putting any money on those sort of odds, would you? No. Just just in case the draw comes in. It's a bit risky. Um, and any thoughts on Balotelli? I love the move. Yeah. I think it's sixteen million is good, isn't it? Excellent value. I've seen a lot of Liverpool fans saying, "Oh, uh, sixteen million for him plus twelve million for storage." Oh. That's we can get their face button out on Lukaku, whatever. Uh, my problem is that I'm quite, quite conflicted with with the Balotelli move. I think £16 million is great great value. Mm. However, I'm not sure. Part of me thinks he doesn't fit into what Brendan Rodgers wants to do. Yeah. He, he, he's not a Brendan Rodgers type player. Another part of me thinks that maybe that's exactly why they've got him. Mix it up a bit. Yes. Because if you think about when they played, exactly as I said at the beginning of the, of the show when we talked about Chelsea, when they... When Liverpool they played Liverpool and Liverpool were coming at them with just pace, 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 mm. they knew what to do. Chelsea were fine with that. However, if they'd had someone who was big and strong mm. and could maybe try and boss Terry and Cahill around, who I'm sure would have given them a as good a battle back, but Liverpool don't have that player. No, and maybe now they do. the the only The only situation problem is that there's lots of situations you see where. Clubs want to have that. They want to have a different type of player. Mm. 
and how often does it work out because they rarely can get the game time that that keeps everyone happy. Yeah, it's a risk. I mean, they've got a fairly settled team. Someone's going to have to make way for Palatelli to come into the team. And initially, I thought that what what Brendan Rodgers was trying to do was to pin most of his his hopes on on Sturridge and surround him, but with people who he thought could feed him the ball. Yeah, seems uh, counterintuitive to that, though, isn't it? Hmm. I don't know, we'll see how that works out. Anyway, let's do some championship. We didn't really talk about it last week, we ran out of time. Um, Colin, let's start with Leeds 1, Watford 4. It was fun, mm. wasn't it? Two red cards, although last time we played them, I had two sent off, we lost by six, so improvement. Yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> difficult with Leeds at the moment. I mean, um, to, to be honest, I've been off Twitter and some of the social, social forums mm. uh, recently because... Um, Quite frankly, a lot of them are doing my head um, <laughs> because you'd think Leeds United are at war or something, you know, if you listen to some of the stuff that they're coming out with. Um, I think Leeds are a work in progress. I think there's a hell of a lot of new players coming in there. Give it till Christmas. Let's see what happens. Um, but it does appear that there was a, quite a few voices asking for, well, saying Hockaday out. Mm. Um, from the stand, so we'll we'll see what happens. But um... apparently, he's been backed today by Massimo um, know the owner. But um, we'll see how long that lasts. Maybe until we get thrashed by Bradford in midweek, maybe be out on the door. That that could be very interesting if Bradford win that game, couldn't it? Yeah. And it's at Valley Parade. He's gone if we lose that one. <laughs> I think there's no way he can survive that. Um, some other standout games yesterday. Fulham continue their sparkling run of form in the Championship. They lost five-one uh, away to Derby. <laughs> <laughs> um, bottom of the table two goals this season no points Derby on the other hand cracking result for them one of the pre-season favourites Ross McCormack loving life in Fulham apparently Fulham look dreadful at the moment don't they yes they really do <laughs> Colin just hitting the nail right on the head there. <laughs> yeah, let's move on um, Forest beat Reading 4-0 that's quite a surprise result really I thought Reading looked quite strong this season but Good win for them. Um, Wigan only managed to beat Blackpool by one, so maybe Blackpool are improving slightly. Uh, Cardiff lost to a last-minute own goal to Wolves. It's always unfortunate. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday continued their good start to the season. They beat Middlesbrough uh, 3-2. Blackburn beat Bournemouth 3-2. Any other points, Colin, for the Championship? Yeah, after Millwall's good run of form, and it was very good, Mm. um, they got beat by Rotherham. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Does that not th- is that not normal? <laughs> Rotherham beating anybody is not normal. Um, it, 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 the thing is, already, and it's early days, but the championship is as crazy as ever. Yep. Um, teams are beating teams that they shouldn't. Um, Middlesbrough were widely tipped by everybody, then they get beat by Leeds. <laughs> everybody else is beating. Middlesbrough lose again. Um, Fulham at bottom. Forest at top. Fo- Fulham at bottom. Um, <laughs> Forest, everybody expected to be okay, yeah. but not doing this well so quickly. Um, so again, it's it's going to be another season of, of not really being that difficult to win as long as you just keep it nice and steady and just keep picking up points. Yeah, <laughs> I agree completely. I don't really think there's much else to say in the Championship. We're not going to talk about Leagues 1 or 2 because there's no need to this week because people aren't here. So... Because we don't care. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we just get to, we just, so we're just talking about gay snakes. <laughs> I mean, because I don't know about... I, I just want to put it out there. I don't have a problem with them. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I'm all for them. More gay snakes in football. Colin? Colin? Staying silent on the subjects. Yeah. yeah su- no, no. The silence is definite. <laughs> No, I, I love I love all snakes. Adders. <laughs> Gay or otherwise, they should not be punished. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's play a little game. Um, I've, I've really I had an idea for this and then put no research into it at all. So I'm going off what a website says right now. I'm going to test Adam and Colin's um, Latin knowledge. And Colin, you've got you should have a leg up in this one. I have a Latin GCSE. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do exist. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> well, uh, hold on. When, did, when would I have done it? I'd have you do them at 16, don't you? So yes. you, you know you're old when you start totting up. Um, <laughs> I've got a question, Colin. 
Is it a GCSE or is it an O level? <laughs> Bugger off. It's a GCSE. <laughs> so I took it in 1993. Yeah, 1993. Wow, okay. I was four. <laughs> I, I got a C. A C? Well, uh, um, there's probably more knowledge than Adam's got. We'll see. Adam, uh, your knowledge of Latin? Strong, I'd imagine? Um, I've got one, two, three, four, five words, five Latin words tattooed on my arm. So if they come up, I'm all right. <laughs> all right, let's go then. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the Latin phrase, which is like associated to football clubs. Some clubs have them kind of on their badges or stitched into their shirts. Um, I can't speak Latin, so you're going to have to go off my uh, Gosport-esque pronunciation of them. Um, Brilliant. But um, you'll get three points if you can tell me what the actual quote is, and uh, an extra bonus point if you can tell me which team it is associated to. So, let me find a pen. Prepared. Prepared on Man of the Post. Right, here we go. Who could, you can both just uh, answer whenever you want. There's no times. There's no. Uh, you can answer as many times as you want. Let's get out there. Not first person to answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first one we've got is. Hamlet. Beth. <laughs> um, Arte et Labore. Um, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, your t- is that right? Uh, your team is wrong, unfortunately. Arte no. et Labore. Oh, sorry, no, it's Blackburn Rovers. You've got the team. That's one point for Colin. You can give. You can get an extra three points if you can tell me what the quote means in English. Labore is about hard work. <laughs> Um, it's about what Arte is. Something like skill or commitment and hard work. Oh, I'm going to give you that. It's by skill and hard graft. And it's Blackburn yeah, Rovers. He definitely, he definitely deserves a point for that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, the next one we've got is Pro Regé et Legé. This is an English team, yeah? Uh, yeah. Pro Regé et Legé. Well, I don't think that's a Premier League team. It's not. Oh, then what chance have I got? It may be a former Premier League team that someone on this podcast, maybe two people, support. Adam? Portsmouth don't have a fucking Latin in there. <laughs> no, think of the other. <laughs> oh, is it worse than that? Is it Leeds? Yes, it is Leeds. You've got a point. Colin. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we don't have a motto, surely? We do, apparently. According to uh, thinkingnectar.com forward slash 2009 forward slash football dash clubs dot mottos forward slash. Um, any idea what that means? Can many. you give us it again, Ross? Pro Regé et Legé. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the Eges correctly. but Yeah, that's the bit you might be pronouncing wrong. <laughs> I can say pro and now, it. Narrow it down. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get this one, are we, Colin? I've given up. I'm, I'm happy with my point. It's a Leeds one, and Colin didn't even know that. So, it's Oh, it's not marching on together in Latin, is it? No, unfortunately not. It is for no. king and the law. Oh, I was going to say something to do with the law, uh, regal, but no, okay. <laughs> oh, it's reggae. For, for king and the law? Yeah, apparently that's a Leeds United Latin motto. That's a bit rubbish. Every day's school day, kids. Okay, next one. Supera Morass. Another former Premier League team now in the Championship. I'm going to give Adam some tips. <laughs> Blackpool. Oh, you're close. Within the B range. Bolton. Yes. He's got another point. I'm out. <laughs> you have to rely on these single points for the. Uh... <laughs> say, say it again, Ross. <laughs> uh, Supera Morass. What I'll do is I'll say them out loud, but I'll put them in the chat so you can see them. I can't. I can't see the chat because of my old Skype. This isn't fair. <laughs> oh, hold on. I can the see them on my phone. You can see them. It does work. There you go. <laughs> Any ideas? Supera Morass. There's people the shouting at their iPhones now, Colin. The answer to this. The, the best. The best of skill. Uh, no, unfortunately, I don't know if this is correct. Overcome delays? That seems a very odd um, thing to have as your motto. Mm. Okay, let's move on to the next one. 
Um, Vincit Omnissa Industria. This is a League Two club, Adam. It's been nowhere near the Premier League, ever. I'm out. <laughs> Boring. Uh, I'll put the thing in the chat for you so you can even you might have a guess at it. Is it Bury? It is. Oh, there you go. That's a good guess. Um, <laughs> winning through hard work. Mm, this is up to you, Adam. You can give the adjudicator. The uh, the actual quote is, hard work conquers everything. No, I wouldn't give that to myself. <laughs> if, he's not give, he's, he, if he's not giving it to himself, I'm not going to give it to him. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, next one then. Um, Audrey Est Fassery. Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, he knows this one. And what is the quote in English? To do is to dare. Ooh. Colin, can you better that? To do is to dream. Ooh. Adam, you get the points for that one. It's he who dares wins. Ah, there you go, that's it. Del Boy, obviously a big fan of Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's leveling up. This is exciting. It's. Oh, actually, I actually know Colin is what head by one. It's six five, but Adam, you're right back in this, and um, with um, one that you may know coming up as well. I've got I've got two sleepers that I definitely know. <laughs> Let's see if they go. <laughs> uh, we've got four more to go here. Consilo et Animus, former Premier League team. Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, Colin's on all over these teams. Yeah, why do you know these? <laughs> just just a guess, just a guess. Um, it tends to be only the big teams that have the Latin names. And well, that, that's and Bury. And Bury, <laughs> yeah. Um, Consilo et Animis. Something like friends, not enemies. Mm, I'm not going to award any points for that, Adam. Any guesses? No. By Wisdom and Courage. Apparently. Yeah, definitely don't award any points for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have the next one. Nil Satis Nisi Everton. Oh, Adam got there first. And what does it nothing, mean? Nothing but your best is good enough. Nothing but the best is good enough. Oh, Adam takes a sneaky lead here. Eight, seven, Colin. Two to go. Superbia in Proelli. I, I want Crystal to go Palace. With, uh, no. I want to go with Super Is Football. <laughs> it's a, a Premier League team, quite a recently successful Premier League team. Manchester City. Oh, he's got another. Yeah, point. it is. It is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I do better with the clues than I do. With... <laughs> Any guesses How, on what it means? Excellence in action. That's that's not bad, Adam. What is it? It's pride in battle. It's up to you, Russ. I will award two points to make it level with the final one to come. Are you just making this shit up? <laughs> I, said, I said Manchester City, yet he gets two points. <laughs> yep, that's how it works. this. Uh, our final one then is... Let me put it in the chat at the same time, so you both get an opportunity to do it. Victoria Concordia... Arsenal. Oh, he's got a point. Victory through harmony. Victory grows through harmony. I think we're going to have to give him to that. I think you've added the word grows. Well, the website has, but yes. yes. <laughs> I, th- I think, Ross, we're also going to give, have to give Adam my Latin GCSE. <laughs> <laughs> He's more deserving of it than me. <laughs> I don't know how many GCSEs you've got, Adam, but you've got another one now. <laughs> I'll send it in the post. <laughs> Well, there we go. Adam, you win. I didn't see that coming. GCSEs, kids. Not worth the paper they're on. Pointless. Boy, I've got loads of those. <laughs> and don't discourage my little brother. He got his yes the other day. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> but they're not very important. Don't worry about them. All right. Well, at the end of the uh, the amazing this week's quiz, uh, the brief end of this week's podcast, um, 
do we have anything to plug, gentlemen? We have a website. Colin, tell us about our website. Yeah, it's manofthepost.com. Uh, it's the place to go for a lot of interesting articles. Uh, you'll see us regularly tweet about them, um, covering all sorts of various topics in football across all the different leagues. Um, and I'd say as well, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, Ross, but if anybody wants to, to write an article and for it to appear on our website, just contact us um, and we'd be uh, happy to uh, put it on our website. Exactly. And where can they contact us, Adam? Ross at manonthepost.com. Yeah, or on Twitter. At manonthepost. You know, some delegating responsibility this week. Um, so, yeah, do all that sort of stuff. Um, download our podcast from iTunes. Uh, just search Man on the Post. Um, leave us a, a five star rate and review. If you do that, Colin will send you an exclusive Man on the Post fridge magnet, unless we've still got socks left, Colin, do we? No, they're still going. They're still going. <laughs> Thankfully. Um, and um, to our winner of our World Cup competition Andrew we are putting together a prize pack for you which is taking a little bit of time because we're incredibly unorganised here at Manor Post um, but it'll be with you maybe by the end of the season so <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye on the postman you never know when it's I'd also, I'd also look at the choice of words he's used there maybe by the end of the <laughs> or probably very uncommittal before the next World Cup <laughs> I, I'm willing that's a date I'm willing to stand by <laughs> Yeah, we'll back that one the whole way. Um, yes, yeah, so I think that's pretty much all we, we've got. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow me at RossBell1984. Follow Colin at... Cast707. And follow Adam at... AdamSA101. Um, so that's everything. And until next week, gentlemen, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. And goodbye from Adam. Bye. And always remember to have your man on the post. It's up to you if you want to keep like Remy and I'll just take it out, Ross. I'll leave it in. It's funny. Mm. I fucked up as well. It's fine. <laughs> lazy is what I heard there. He said funny, I heard lazy. <laughs> I am yeah. not a racist. <laughs> there was a, a brilliant tweet that I saw from uh, Amo, who's, who's the guy who does that footballers with yeah. boobs, who... Um, Malcolm McKay came out on Sky Sports News, didn't he? And he said, you know, something like, I'm just a human being. And and basically, he just came out and said, bloody hell, here's Malcolm McKay trying to make himself old John Merrick. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes sense if you've seen the film.